0: Hey, Alyssa. Hey, Sam. Uh, are you ready for today? I'm so ready to rumble. Okay, perfect. Stuck at the office or traffic jam? Time to take it easy with Alyssa and
1: Sam. Is that show you know a pro? Um,
0: today should be a fun one. Yeah, I'm actually excited. I freaking love these episodes, even though sometimes they get me in hot water. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We wanted to do a fun one today, so we're going to be going back to Reddit to the best subreddit that exists. (laughs) I
1: love this subreddit. Like, when I read it, it, sometimes I will say it's the am I the asshole subreddit. Sometimes it's like, okay, obviously you're the asshole. Or like, obviously you're not the asshole. But the ones that are just like the diamond yeah. In in the sea of, like, pebbles, you're like, oh,
0: this is going to stir yeah. some shit. <laughs> yeah. What is STB?
1: Are we STB not... STB ex-husband? Are we not, like, up with the internet lingo anymore? I don't think I am. Soon to be, maybe. Oh, s- soon to be ex-husband. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so real quick, when we decided we were going to do this episode, I was looking last night on Am I the Asshole, and we found this thread that's, like, the best of, of 2020... 2020 am i the asshole so i haven't read them sam hasn't read them so we're gonna be going in blind and we're just gonna chat
0: about it and decide see how it goes decide if someone's the asshole and what we would do i think as well yeah for sure okay so this one is am i the asshole for telling my soon-to-be ex-husband he will not be allowed in the birthing room um i'm 30 weeks pregnant with mine and my soon-to-be ex-husband's uh daughter he will She will be my first child, and it turns out she won't be his first child. He's been carrying on an affair already. Fuck this guy. (laughs) Oof. Already now. Fuck this guy. Um, He's been carrying on an affair that started several years ago during my residency in internal medicine and cardiology. His excuse was I was working long hours and not emotionally available, so I drove him to it. Uh, eh. I found out about the affair because the woman with their child came to our home two months ago, demanding I release him from our financially abusive and loveless marriage. I guess you could say I ambushed him because I called him and told him he needed to come home. When he did, and he saw her, I knew based upon his reaction he had been cheating. So I kicked him all. So I kicked him and all of his stuff out of the house. In my book, I granted his wish. He had asked for another shot that we go to marriage counseling, but he has had years to come clean and didn't. So I am unwilling to be to attempt reconciliation. Um, he's been calling her, blah blah blah, um, and then basically she said that. Uh, She he she doesn't want him in the room when she goes into labor um, and that she won't be allowing it and she wants people that she trusts there. Um, He's been guilt tripping her saying that he has a right to see his child be born um, and his family and he thinks that she's the asshole um, for already alienating alienating him from his child. Anyways, what are your what's your take on this?
1: Oh, I'm interested actually to know your take. I'll say mine, but I'm interested to know yours because you're pregnant. And are you thirty weeks pregnant now? Oh, like, Jesus no. Like she's No, sorry, sorry,
0: sorry. Goodness.
1: Not trying to delicious. age you.
0: Twenty-three weeks. Man. Okay,
1: but like close pretty close, right? Like a month and a half away. Yeah, I'm just saying you can like, you can embody her rage. Oh, I can embody <laughs> her rage. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Being pregnant, maybe like putting yourself in that scenario. Um, <clears throat> Okay, so oh, it's so hard because, yeah, obviously, fuck that guy. Like, excuse you. Like how, I don't even know from the family's perspective how you could say, that anyone other than him is the asshole.
0: Yeah. Because,
1: you know, you've been having an extramarital affair while your wife is pregnant with your child. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like if that was my son, I'd be like, are you fucking stupid? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. were you thinking? Um, however, I knew there would be a however... <laughs> Oh my God, I knew that you would be that one. Okay, I'm not saying that she's like the asshole. You're going to Chloe Kardashian this shit? Yes. Okay, so so this would Fuck was this. that <laughs> a noise. Okay, go on. So I think obviously a mother has the right to have whoever or no one in the delivery room. Mm-hmm. That's like an extremely personal experience. You're going through like a serious experience, yeah. <laughs> one that I haven't been through. So obviously, I'm just speaking from like what I know now. Um, I, I do still feel like that's his child. Um, and I think that if it were me, I don't think that I would allow him in the delivery room while I was giving birth, maybe. But I, I would allow him to be there at the hospital to see his child directly after they were born Mm. because I just personally like I still feel like I would want the child because the child's like innocent in this scenario right yeah and I would want that child to I mean I need to know more information like is he a piece of shit otherwise too like is he you know what I mean like that's fair to say (laughs) yeah but you never know like sometimes I don't know I just don't know but anyway if you know he's still like legally bound to this child at this time, and it's still it's still going to be his responsibility and if he's not like a piece of shit otherwise, and I still want her because she said daughter um to be in his life, you know I want her to look back on pictures maybe of like him holding her as a newborn like freshly born and
0: like you're all about the sentiment
1: i know and like i don't know like if there was a umbilical cutting or like you know skin to skin contact like right after it's like they're bonding i don't know so that's kind of why i'm leaning more towards like the yeah chloe kardashianing that shit like just put it aside <laughs> go through the birth you can figure out the bullshit later um i know that that's probably an unpopular opinion i'm not saying it's right i'm just saying i think that
0: I think, well, it's everyone's personal thing. So so then yeah. would your conclusion be everybody sucks here? I just, I don't think that she sucks.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I ugh, I don't think she's the asshole. Um, you would just choose differently. I would just, yeah. I think that, I think that even if you're a piece of shit and you cheated on, on your wife, you still have a right to your child if you want to be, Um, a supportive father you're obviously a shit husband (laughs) yeah yeah but I feel like there's there can be a difference between being a piece of shit husband and a piece of shit father
0: I the whole time you're talking I'm like the rage within is like growing and growing because like (laughs) fuck that guy first of all it's to be there in the delivery room to be there at the hospital for the birth that's a fucking privilege not a right that's not a law you know what I mean? Like, like yes, like, he is legally bound to this child. Not not in that circumstance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he, he doesn't have to legally be there at the hospital. And I just feel like, you know, I, I obviously haven't given birth yet, but so many women, like, that's such a harrowing experience. Mm-hmm. I think that I would feel so enraged to even have that person be, like, anywhere fucking near me during something so... Um, serious what can be so serious Mm -hmm. and so stressful and so fatiguing and all these kinds of things like I just feel like no I I wouldn't be the bigger person in that scenario Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be the one to be like oh yeah but it's your child and you know like I want to take the photos no fuck you dude like yeah you can fucking be legally bound to this child you can fucking pay me child support you can see them on the weekends but like absolutely the fuck not would I involve him (laughs) because to me like at that point it's like okay so you forfeited the right to this family Mm. like as a joint unit you know what I mean And so, we, like, you know, they would have to obviously exist as a family. Matt already knows, though. I've told him a million times. I'm like, if you ever fucking cheated on me, like, I would skin you alive. And he's like, oh, no. But, like, and I'm not joking. Like, you can use this as my fucking tape if I ever, if something happens, I'm telling you it was me. Like, I, I just, I would never, because to me, it's like, that's so selfish. And, like, you you do forfeit the right to, like, Like, boo fucking who is basically (laughs) my response to this guy. (laughs) Like, you, like, try it let a bitch try to guilt trip me in that situation oh my god like that would be just the worst decision for that person to make you'd feel like having a contraction like like ripping out his like like organs I, i wish a motherfucking hoe would that's what i have to say to that Okay, okay, okay. I I agree that
1: like a hundred percent. I would not be doing it to appease him. Yeah, it would not be about like what makes him feel happy or like whatever because he didn't think about me. You know, when he was off, sure the fuck didn't with Betty Sue or whoever the fuck. But yeah, so uh, my stance is that it would be for the benefit of the child in the future. I want to make that
0: clear. Yeah, (laughs) I just I just think that like that's something where it's. Like, I, I do understand what you're saying. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, like, I, I, I do think it's important to, like, I don't agree with people who talk poorly about their um ex to their child and no. stuff like that. Yeah. I don't think that's fair. Like, I understand why it happens, but I think obviously, like, the child is innocent in that scenario. But they're a newborn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, I just, I don't think that, I don't think for most people, the experience of being like oh cool my dad's holding me in that picture at the hospital would be enough to warrant like the mental turmoil that i would be going through mm. to have him there oh yeah
1: well and and there's you know merit in uh not merit but th- it's worth mentioning like if if i was unable to find somebody to have a child with that like i felt like yes we can be together like i'm happy to have a child with you or something i would do it alone you mm-hmm. know, if I was financially able to, and I don't think that my child would have any less of a life because they, you know, for I, sure, I did it by myself, sort of thing. Obviously, I would need a donor, that sort of thing, like, cause I can't just conceive on my own. Um, you can try, but <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, if that if that father was going to be in the picture, um, anyway, like past that, that's what I think I would say. But no, I totally agree with you too. Like, that's there's a there's a side of me that a hundred percent agrees with you. But then there's like that piece of me that's like, oh,
0: but like the sentence, you know what I mean? Oh. Yeah, like I feel like you're the type of person that like you, if if you made the decision to be like, no, fuck you. I'm not going to have you there. Like you would have regrets later. Mm-hmm. I would feel resolute until the day I die <laughs> <laughs> in that decision. <laughs> like I, I would wake up every morning and pat myself on the back and be like yeah you fucking did that shit yeah. and that was the right fucking choice <laughs> i think a lot of people would probably agree with you <laughs> yeah fuck that guy um okay so, oh wow a lot of them are having to do with pregnancy um the second one was am i the asshole for making my friend cry with my pregnancy um <clears throat> so her and her boyfriend found out that they're expecting their first baby they couldn't wait to tell everyone but waiting until the 12 week but are waiting until the 12-week mark to tell their friends and family. Um, hit 12 weeks with no problems. They told their parents um, and then decided to tell three of their friends. Um, all three of them look happy for them. And then while well, two of their friends were asking them questions, one of the other ones shot off their camera. Um, they were over Zoom. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> they kept chatting and just assumed that she went to the toilet or something. Uh, when she came back, she was sniffing and looked like she had been crying. Um, and suddenly they were all asking this person if she was all right even though she was insisting she was fine um to be honest i was getting annoyed with her because of it she had been struggling with fertility issues since she was mm. 19 now 30 um and it was like she was making my news all about her it felt like she was stealing my thunder so i said to her look i get you've had fertility issues beth <laughs> I just i don't know why the name beth made me laugh <laughs> look beth okay <laughs> um look i've had look, I get you've had fertility issues, Beth, but you don't have to make everything about you. She then logged off. My friend said I was being the asshole because I should be more sensitive to her needs. Frankly, I think she should be more sensitive to mine as I'm the one who's pregnant and who's going through a life-changing experience, not her. Um, It's been a few days and Beth still hasn't... Oh, (laughs) okay. This sentence alone, like, if I was on the poster's side, this sentence alone made me change my mind. Um, It's been a few days and Beth still hasn't called to apologize. (laughs) Oh. But my friends think I should. What are your what's your take on this? No, I think she's the asshole. Here's the thing.
1: Um I mean, I don't know because I've <clears throat> never tried to get pregnant. Um but I can try and imagine how hurtful it would be to be trying to get pregnant for so long and not being able to. Um and being that it would seem they're very very close friends. Yeah. I would know that. And honestly, if it was me, I would probably tell that person separately mm-hmm. um, and just be like also there for them. Because I mean, at this point in my life, um, not to make it all about me, but it is our podcast. But at this point in my life, you know, you're absolutely like my best friend and you're pregnant. I have another best friend who's also pregnant. And There was a time even where you asked me, like, how are you feeling about that? Because I do want to have kids and it can make me feel like I'm a little bit behind. Mm. Like I've dealt with those feelings and whatever. I'm so excited for you and I'm so excited for my other best friend. Absolutely. But there are still those like little feelings, right? Yeah. I don't necessarily think that I made like you know what I mean that I'm making it all about me or at all or anything like that but I think that it was just nice for you to even think like how are you feeling you know what I mean because like two of my best friends are pregnant and I'm like yeah. at the time I was single <laughs> so yeah. I was kind of like hmm. <laughs> you know so me just equating that which is completely different I know it's nowhere near like struggling with infer with sorry struggling with fertility issues but you would think then in a, in a loving friendship, mm-hmm. that she might might have kind of done the same. Been like, you know, I'm pregnant. I just wanted to let you know. I'm really, really excited. But I know that this might be like, you know, something that's like hard for you. Yeah. Um, and I think that probably, I can't speak for Beth, but I just feel like it would have gone <laughs> differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because then you have time to be like, you know, like it is really hard for me and, and whatever. But I'm really, really excited for you. Yeah. And then it also gives Beth the time to be like, be able to like be maybe a little bit emotional but also like not in front of everyone and everyone being so 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 excited and and whatever because yeah I can understand why the poster felt like she was making it all about her but I don't think that necessarily people cry for attention quite that often you know what I mean she turned off her camera well and that's the thing is like
0: given the circumstances it's kind of like what what could what could she have done differently mm-hmm. other than just like not cry which obviously she was like emotionally moved to do so yeah. so like you know i think that she i think beth like did the best job beth could do yeah for you sure know? what what do you feel i agree like I, I i think it's hard because like i am coming from the point of view where like i've been posting about this pregnancy online and i have had quite a few people that have struggled with infertility reach out to me to say that they were like disappointed that i chose to share because it was, you know, frustrating for them. They don't like having to see all these pregnancy announcements because there are a lot of people, especially within the beauty community this year and like within the last few months that have mm-hmm. been announcing pregnancies and having kids and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I struggle with that because I think that it's not necessarily fair to tell someone that they can't, you know, experience this joy or share these this news um, because also pregnancy can be a really isolating experience. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're going through it at a different time, like, you know, if you and I were pregnant together, that would be like really different. I probably wouldn't even have felt the need to like post online as much. No, no, that's not on you, but like, (laughs) you know what I mean? But like, it would be a lot less isolating because we would like have each other to like bounce off of. But I just, I don't know. Like, I, I think that everyone has a right to share things, but I do think like if this person was a good friend yeah i I would have done the exact i would have said exactly what you what you said like i would have talked to her privately about it um and i would have been anticipating her to be upset Mm -hmm. and and i just think like I've, i've known several people that have struggled with infertility um and i just know so much about i i don't know about the experience but i know so much about like what people have to say about that and it is heartbreaking and you know like there's some people that feel like well am i not a real woman then because i can't do this thing and because i can't you know bring a child into this world and i can't do this with my husband and i can't give my husband children and you know like there's like all these kind of weird feelings that go along with that and just feeling frustrated with like you know the inability to get your body to just do what you want it to do mm-hmm. you know like you're you're completely helpless in that situation so i think that you know to to that that to me is not something trivial mm-hmm. to be upset about. Mm-hmm. And so to think that somebody could put that aside even for a second, I think is unfair without having experienced it yourself, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, of course, it would be great if Beth was able to be like, oh, I'm so happy for you at some point. For sure. But if that never happened, I don't think that's unreasonable either because they have that closeness in friendship. Random people saying this to me online, I feel like, Okay, you know, like, of co- I didn't know <laughs> that yeah. obviously, like, you know, A, B, and C is dealing with infertility issues. Of course, there are people out there, Um, you know, I, I want to still be able to share my news and stuff like that. But if this was, like, a close friend of mine, mm-hmm. yeah, I would be trying to be as conscious as I possibly could to not be bringing it up to you all the time and not be, you know, ambushing you with it over zoom with like two other people yeah I just think it yeah I agree with what you said basically
1: yeah I think it's the ambush part for me that that really gets me because and like you said maybe she she might never feel excited or whatever but gosh I just feel like as you work through information and as you work through news Mm -hmm. sometimes it gets it gets less painful yeah and so I, I do think, you know, that eventually she would have been happy for her, her friend and stuff like that, but maybe she just needed to take some time and, like, sit with that news and and feel the emotions and, you know, maybe go to therapy about it. Like, have a, a session, like, if she was already in therapy or something. Yeah. I'm just trying to think what I would do. Like, I would go back and see my therapist and be like, hey, my best friends are pregnant, and I'm just kind of feeling A, B, and C about it. And we could work through it together sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's the ambushing, and then the, the fact that she's – getting upset with her friend for feeling real emotions Mm -hmm. like to me that's like that's not a good you're not being a good friend yeah you know and like for sure you're very very excited and i think that you are allowed to be excited to be pregnant it's you know it's super super exciting you're gonna bring life into this world for sure yeah um but i don't think that that negates the fact that you should be an empathetic friend
0: yeah that's exactly how i feel like i think that like pregnancy is a great excuse for a lot of things (laughs) yeah but like just feeling like that makes you above all else I don't think is realistic or fair Mm -hmm. um so yeah I don't think I'd want to be friends with this person yeah and I and I do think she's the asshole yeah okay uh am I the asshole for telling my daughter and ex-son-in-law daughter and ex okay yeah um an ex-son-in-law that I don't want custody of their daughter either Ooh. what okay okay um, my daughter and my ex son-in-law had a four-year-long divorce, and a, for a marriage that that barely lasted a year, in that time, their daughter, 14, has acted out. My daughter found her lying on the couch, blackout drunk, for the first time when she was 11. My ex son-in-law recently had a week with her in which she refused food for four days in a row. I haven't had much of. I haven't had a much better time with my granddaughter either. Once I drove to her birthday party, and she ended up pulling a 24-hour disappearing act until finally a friend admitted she was with him. Um, And the worst part is that many of the daughter's problems weren't reported by either side because both my daughter and my ex-son-in-law feared that the other parent would lose all custody Hmm. and they'd have to deal with her full-time. Now my daughter and son-in-law are at their breaking point. They're both arguing they don't want custody and that the daughter is the other's responsibility. They have both gone as far as to threaten to get themselves arrested so that they'd lo- lose custody, Jesus Christ. Um, my daughter even said that she was contemplating purposefully driving drunk and getting pulled over so that her do- with her daughter in the front seat so that she'd lose custody. Holy moly. Um, they finally turned to me and begged that I take her in. My ex-son-in-law stood outside my house yesterday in the pouring rain. How, th- how like, somat- cinematic. Yeah. Um, for a full hour begging me to take my granddaughter until he finally went home. Uh, I finally emailed both of them and said that I was one year away from turning 60 and had already planned my life in a way that doesn't involve a child. I ended it saying that if they both wanted their child to be living anywhere besides their home, then it would be in a foster care facility. Am I the asshole? My daughter and her ex were teen parents, but honestly, this is such a mess and their daughter is such a mess that I don't feel it's fair to make me deal with the destruction they caused. Okay, so the daughter is 14,
1: or sorry, the granddaughter of this woman is 14. Is 14. Yeah. Did they, this could be a man, did they say anyway doesn't matter um the granddaughter of
0: this person is 14. yeah okay well you go first this time i'm just reading the top comment really quickly
1: um don't
0: don't don't ruin it okay you're gonna be biased okay um i so this this was under the award for everybody sucks here Mm, um i i don't know that i agree that everybody sucks here okay I don't think the grandparent does suck at all. I think that that's um, completely fucking reasonable to say I'm goddamn 60 and no, I don't want your fucking, like, petulant whining child. (laughs) Like, you know what, like, because, like, ultimately, you know, I get that they were teenagers, but they're obviously adults now. And the kid's 14 years old. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, if you guys haven't figured something out. Yeah. It's, it. And you don't want to figure something out and you're going to like these extreme lengths i just feel like you're shitty parents and Mm -hmm. i don't think that um you know like i I don't i don't think that it, it needs to be the grandparents responsibility to take care of this child so i really don't feel like the grandparents sucks basically at all like yeah sure in a perfect world it would be nice if they were like yeah yeah okay yeah sure just to like give this child a better life but I think that there's also something to be said for people that have the decency to say, no, I wouldn't be the best place for that child. Right. It it, it reminds me of like, huskies are like the worst dog you could possibly get for so many people. There are people who are great husky owners, Mm. but they're really, really difficult dogs to have for a number of reasons. So I think that there's like something to be said for people that are like, no, I couldn't, you know, take care of a husky Mm -hmm. or I couldn't take care of this dog or that dog or whatever. Um... I, I think that there's just something to be said for that. It's a weird comparison. But rather than just being like, oh, okay, sure, to like be the better person. Is that you being the better person though? Yeah. You know what I mean? If you can't provide the life, which this child clearly has some things going on that need to be sorted out. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I I would say that of of everything, I feel the worst for the child. Yeah. So...
1: Yeah, that's kind of when you were reading that. Kind of what I was thinking is, okay. First off, they had a four-year-long divorce. Mm-hmm. That would have been extremely traumatic for the child. Yeah, you know, I can, I could assume. You know, if if I can be so bold as to assume, I would think that a four-year divorce would have been, you know, traumatic for them. Um, as well, if they were teen parents, I'm sure that they did, you know, struggle a little bit. And if they only had a year-long marriage, possibly there was turmoil in the home right and so I think that all of these things all of these little details that the grandparent is giving it can kind of lay the the foundation for why this 14 year old is acting out or Mm -hmm. why they seem to be behaving in such a way um you know nature versus nurture both are very important and I think that this child probably didn't grow up in the most like stable comfortable yeah you know setting setting and so it would make sense to me that they're <clears throat> running away and and possibly like drinking and like doing all of these things right like was it the 14 year old that was blackout on the drunk or was it the parent that was black? yeah it was the 14 14 okay so yeah but when they were 11. right so well that like that raises like really big red flags for me you know they're trying to i mean i'm not a therapist you know what i'm saying but like they're trying to like self-soothe and like self-medicate the mm-hmm. feelings that they've been feeling um so i think instead of trying to pass this child off, getting yeah. getting the child the help that they need, right? Like if they're able to, I don't know, financially wise, but um, yeah, it kind of just seems like, oh, we didn't do a, an adequate job. We don't want this anymore. Take, take her, yeah. basically. And I don't think that the grandparent is the asshole for saying that, <laughs> that they didn't see a child in their future because they didn't have another one right yeah um again like you said in a perfect world yeah it, it would be great if if the grandparent could take the child in and you know give it the help give it <laughs> give her <laughs> the, the help that she deserves to have um but the, it's not always um it's not guaranteed that that help is going to help at this point
0: well and it might not even be feasible for the grandparent either yeah you know what i mean like it might not even be something that they're able to facilitate and so in that like i agree just like passing this child around to whomever i would sooner try and place it you know in another home which you know the, the, I, I think like the foster system obviously has like its own issues with it and it, to me, like, this is just, like, one of those, like, heartbreaking stories where I feel, mm-hmm. like, the likelihood of this kid having a good life it, is slim. Yeah. You know, it, like, it, while they're while they're a child, especially. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they just didn't, they didn't hold all the cards in the beginning. No. You know, and yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I really, like, that's, ugh, that's such a big thing for me. Like, I just, I really believe in having, like, a stable, loving mm-hmm environment for kids like whatever that looks like for you yeah just an environment where the kid feels safe big big deal yeah and feels loved and I'm not trying to say that they weren't but you know I think it's pretty clear that yeah you know well there are some things that you know are just born with and and really has you know you could you could have like a very nurturing relationship and just born that way sort of thing yeah. but just based on the other
0: details that I've been given. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I feel like if your parent, you know, aside from like the four year long divorce, the one year marriage, like the being teen parents, all that kind of stuff, aside from that, if you're the type of person that like would sooner try and get caught driving drunk and also put your child at risk like that to lose custody, I yeah <laughs> I can make some assumptions about like the type of parent you probably were yeah
1: I kind of I think that I like chose to forget that because it was so horrific when I when I heard it um
0: yeah yeah so yeah I mean I, I don't think that the grandparent sucks but it's this the situation does suck and mm-hmm. whatever but so the for, the top comment is everybody sucks here you're correct that it's not your job to raise your granddaughter However, did you read what you wrote? You have her parents arguing over who gets stuck with the girl, and your biggest concern is that you aren't the one who gets her. Does n- Do none of you give a damn about this kid? Foster care sounds like an improvement over the assholes she has as a blood family. Yeah, I don't fucking agree. Oh, that kind of swayed me a little. No, I don't agree because it's like, yeah, I I, I, don't, I wouldn't say that that's their biggest concern, but I don't think that that's, um, like, I, I feel like that's, I don't know, like, it's kind of, like, the wrong question to raise, like, to be, like, really? So, like, they're gonna, like, neither of them want this kid and you're not gonna take it? It's, like, no, what are you talking about? Like, why, why should I have, it's not her, their responsibility, we don't know if it's grandma or grandpa, it's not their responsibility, you know what I mean? And, and again, yes, it would be nice, but, like, I think that it's, I think that that's something that is so much easier said than done, Mm -hmm. and to look in from afar and be, like, oh my god, yeah, of course I would take... My grandkid in and like i know that that's how my parents would feel like no matter what doesn't matter Mm -hmm. they would take in like their grandkid if they had to um but i think that that's so much easier said than done when like you haven't been there for the entire time obviously you're hearing some of some of what happened but this has been going on for years Mm -hmm. where you know the grandparent is clearly in the know of what's happening to some extent at least I don't, yeah, I, do, I still, no, that didn't sway uh, me at all. It got
1: me when it was, like, this is, like, your grandchild. It's, like, this is your your family. And I'm, like,
0: oh, oh, my heart. <laughs> I mean, I think that, like, it's, I, I think that, yeah, it sucks for the child. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I do think that that's the person who is, like, the most. Um, affected. Affected, obviously, of course. Like, and I and I and I just don't know that I feel like it's even. Yeah. I, I don't know that I feel like the grandparent is even relevant to the situation at all, basically. Right. It's just like the parents are assholes. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause I mean, they could have gone to anyone and been like, Will you take our child? And that could have been anyone posting that and they'd be like, Really like the last the thing that you're concerned about is you not ending it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I still don't think that the grandparent is the asshole, but I can't imagine if I had a grandchild like I can't imagine saying no.
0: You would Yeah, you would feel differently. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Just a moment to thank today's sponsor, which is Talkspace. Talkspace is a network of thousands of licensed therapists with years of experience in over 40 specialties, including depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, anger management, relationship issues, food and eating, and so much more instead of waiting for an in-person therapy appointment you can send unlimited messages to your therapist 24/7 and they'll engage with you daily five days a week something that I've noticed because we talk about therapy fairly often um, and something that I've noticed is that a lot of people have like this kind of reaction sometimes where they're like oh yeah but I'm not I'm not depressed though so like I don't need therapy but you know like we look back on this past year this was like a traumatic experience for an entire world of people you know Mm -hmm. like like this has been a complete change of pace um a complete lifestyle change for most people not being able to see your support channels in a lot of ways like that you maybe normally would lean on even if you don't have any of the kind of like what's perceived as being like the standard reasons to go to therapy you know this has still been an incredibly stressful time and people are struggling with that Mm -hmm. so i think that you know just being able to get help when you feel like you're if if you feel like you're struggling you are you know yeah. what i mean
1: yeah, this this past year, I know that it's funny because we've been hearing it so much, but this past year has been really uncertain and it creates a lot of uncertainty for the future. And a lot of the people that I've talked to have really been struggling uh, with their mental health. And I think that it's really beneficial to have something that feels more accessible mm-hmm. to people in this time. You know, uh, there's a lot of places that we still can't go to traditional in-person therapy and uh Talkspace is a really good option to be able to do that kind of from like the safety and comfort like of your home.
0: So if you guys have been considering going to therapy and you wanted to try out Talkspace, you can get $100 off your first month as a listener of this podcast.
1: To match with a licensed therapist today, go to talkspace.com or download the app. Use code approachable to get $100 off your first month.
0: That's code approachable and talkspace.com. Thank you so much Talkspace. <music> what am i the asshole for not participating in my friend's scheme to convince a restaurant to buy his ketchup (laughs) my friend zoltar fake name what a fake name also no kidding um has been obsessed with ketchup ever since i met him he's always trying out different recipes to make his own ketchup and getting me and all our friends to try them recently he made his best ketchup yet in quotes i tried it it wasn't bad it was ketchup now he has decided he is finally going to break into the ketchup game um he is (laughs) convincing this is so specific that like it doesn't matter if you made a throwaway or not because someone would be like did you fucking go on reddit and talk about my ketchup bro (laughs) (laughs) that was my best ketchup yet um He's convinced he's gonna launch his own ketchup company and grow it to be one of the top providers of ketchup in the US. He literally has a photo of Heinz ketchup on a dartboard. He throws darts at it and mutters things like, I'm coming for you. (laughs) (laughs) There's no fucking way this is real. Oh, my God. Um, Anyway, he has a scheme he wants me and others to participate in. Essentially, it involves us all going to a restaurant, sitting at different tables and enacting lines from a scene he wrote that will culminate in all of us trying and loving his ketchup and convincing the manager to buy it. He wants us all to memorize lines. The gist of it is one guy is supposed to call over a waitress and say he likes the french fries but hates the ketchup i'm supposed to lean over from another table and say sorry to butt in haha but i have to agree i'm tired (laughs) (laughs) i'm tired of this old-fashioned factory produced ketchup where's the real tomato flavor after a few others people do this my friend is going to say you guys won't believe this but i'm a ketchup chef and i have a few samples would you want to give it a shot at this point everyone is supposed to try the ketchup and act astounded by it and basically all claim it is the best ketchup they've ever had I'm supposed to stand on my table and make a trumpet sound effect and then yell to the entire restaurant, we have the best ketchup ever made over here, everyone come on over. This is obviously fake. One of the other people is supposed to get the manager of the place Uh, over and we were all supposed to try and convince him or her to buy an order of my friend's ketchup. He's going to act surprised and embarrassed and tell us to stop putting the poor guy on the spot in regards to the manager. He then assumes he will make a huge sale. Then he wants to do the same operation at other places in town. I told him no way am I doing this. I hate public speaking and acting and having attention focused on me. Also, the idea is just so fucking dumb um i told him that straight up he acted offended and said i'm ruining his dreams i'm astounded by this but some of my friends agree and think he is showing hustle and that we should all help him launch his ketchup business aside from his ketchup obsession zoltar is one of my best friends but it seems our friendship is being ruined you okay you would
1: think that that like obviously this is fake and sure it's reddit like people do like post for karma or whatever it's called i don't really know how that works but i don't know i've met some people
0: sam like I've met okay. people who would genuinely like write a script. Sure. The mm. trumpet sound. Maybe Get on top of your table and make a trumpet sound and say we have the best ketchup over here, folks. Sam, he's he's a ketchup connoisseur. Do you think that yeah. he's like he's not into the theatrics? Yeah. I mean, let's be real.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm not saying this is a hundred percent a real post, but I'm definitely not like discrediting it. Yeah. All like right. I've just met some... I went to, like, theater classes. You know what I mean? Like, people are
0: creative. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, What say you?
0: (laughs) I mean, this is obviously so fucking ridiculous. I would say... Oh, God. I would say... I'm not even compelled to say no assholes here. I would say that the friend is the asshole. The ketchup chef is the asshole. Because I think that, like, you again i guess that i just feel like like with so many of these things it just comes down to like personal responsibility basically and so with this it's like yeah it would be great obviously if like your friends would be willing to do this entire like fucking song and dance for you literally in all these restaurants across town but like also if you're genuinely like it's hard to even take this seriously and get like a serious (laughs) response but like if you're genuinely you know proud of and secure in the product you've produced then you should be able to go directly to restaurants and be like hey man Mm -hmm. I have this fucking ketchup it's unreal let's give it a go fry up some fries
1: yeah you know so I don't think the friend is the asshole sorry the ketchup connoisseur I don't think he's an asshole for asking I think that it's assholish behavior to like get mad when Mm -hmm. your friends won't work for you for free, basically. Like I'm assuming that they're not reaping any benefits from this. Well, and also do something
0: wildly uncomfortable
1: no, for them. For <laughs> sure, for sure. Like, sure, ask the question. Yeah. But but then don't be mad when people say no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um so yeah, if it wasn't for him being like upset about it, um, I would say no assholes here. But yeah, you can't get mad at your friend for not wanting to do something like super outrageous like that. Um I would I think if I was the friend in that scenario, I would say, like, wow, really creative. Um, a sales Love pitch. Love your
0: enthusiasm, however.
1: Yeah. Why not? Let's band together. Why not? Let's make you, like, a Dragon's Den pitch. Or, like, where if they're in the States, like, Shark Tank, I think it is. Or whatever the thing is. Yeah. Or, like, let's make some YouTube videos. Or, like, let's – I would probably give, like, different – because this person's obviously, like, quite in- inventive.
0: <laughs> You know, like with their... And they're excited about the premise of ketchup. Definitely,
1: yeah. And um, so I think that I would probably give some other options that I don't have to be directly involved in, but that I'm still being supportive of the ketchup dreams. Yeah. You know, I would offer to maybe purchase a bottle of the best ketchup in the world. Um, But also, like, not an ad, but like Heinz is pretty fucking hard to beat,
0: man. Like, I don't really care for connoisseur ketchup. I think it just... The thing, the thing is, like, I do, ketchup really doesn't do it for me anyways. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I think that if I really liked ketchup, I probably would be the type of person who liked, you know, a small batch, you know, mm-hmm. artisanal ketchup. <laughs> but uh, no, I don't care. Yeah. Actually,
1: there is this place um, in Fort Langley that has a really, really good homemade ketchup.
0: It's probably fucking that guy.
1: Honestly, if it is, then he should have, he would have been a millionaire by now. Yeah. You know? Um, and he should have helped out his friend because maybe his friend would, like, bring him on.
0: Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I would say that I would agree. I would probably sooner be like, oh, no, that's obviously ridiculous and <laughs> and that's not happening. But this is what I think you should do. Yeah. Yeah. I would still be a supportive friend,
1: but I would say no to standing on a table. Because also, like, if you stood on a table in one of my restaurants that I worked at, you would be kicked out and possibly banned. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, you can't stand on a table and disrupt every other patron
0: of a restaurant. Well, and I think that there's also something to be said for the fact that, like, at many restaurants, like, it's not like you're the first person to like think that you have some revolutionary product that you Mm -hmm. need to bring you know like that's not uncommon like there's always the people that are like hey man what if you made a drink but you put oranges in it and then you named it after me like yeah you know like i don't know well at
1: the end of the day it comes down to what are my cost of sales (laughs) yeah you know what i mean and like heinz has probably got you beat
0: (laughs) yeah i agree um okay am i the asshole for calling out my boyfriend's duck obsession yeah just don't even need the context yes absolutely ducks are great um, uh, my boyfriend and I decided to move in together for quarantine everything has gone well we both work from home and have barely left the apartment we split the chores have a cooking schedule that we mostly follow and even coordinated alone time with each other well,
1: that sounds like a good relationship what's wrong just
0: you wait oh okay sorry I haven't read it well last week during his t- alone time my boyfriend captured f- oh they're real ducks okay oh um, <laughs> Well this changes change the things. <laughs> uh, well last week during his alone time, my boyfriend captured five of the ducklings that live around our apartment. He claims their mother was nowhere nearby. I have a hard time believing this, but I gave him the benefit of the doubt. When he showed me the ducks, I expressed my concern. I told him that ducklings grow fast and will overrun our apartment plus carry germs. He said that he gave them baths when he brought them in. When I asked to contain them to one area, he refused, saying that he they deserve just as much space as us. He said he is welcoming them into our family and will treat them as equals um apparently this includes turning our heater to 85 degrees he has also spread out old newspaper all across our apartment and put down water dishes that constantly get spilled i've stepped on their food more than a few times and have resorted to wearing shoes 24 7 to avoid grain in between my toes i know i should have put my foot down when he first brought them in but he's been so bored with staying in that i thought it would be okay to amuse himself for a while um I figured it wouldn't be long before he released them. I was wrong. He's attached to the ducklings, and he named them the ducks to honor their connection. And he named the ducks to honor their connection to the earth. They are called Twig, Bumble, Seed, Sprout, and Pebble. Uh, If I call one duck, he gets upset and says, I'm disrespecting it. (laughs) When I mix up the names, and he gets frustrated saying that I should know that Pebble is mostly brown with a few yellow spots throughout, while Seed is much lighter than the rest. But to me, they all look the same. He's kept his word about cleaning up after the ducks, but our utility bills have gone up from the constant heat and how often he washes blankets. Nowhere is safe from poop except the closet, and one of the ducks has been poking its head between the accordion doors. It's only a a matter of time before they get in by accident. When I pointed this out, he started talking about how proud he was of Bumble for being so smart. This morning, I woke up to one of the ducks on my chest. Apparently, my boyfriend set up a ramp to the bed after I sleep (laughs) so that his babies could experience true comfort. I completely exploded. I told him that he is a grown man who has no other hobbies except worshipping poultry that are incapable of caring about him. He told me I was being overdramatic and that he has been on top of caring for the ducks. And I had no room to criticize him for saving innocent ducklings. He's been ignoring me all day and I overheard him venting to a couple of the ducks about my behavior. Stop. This isn't real. Of course it is. (laughs) Um, I feel bad for exploding on them. The ducks are annoying, but he's calling out. He's right. But he's right that he's been taking care of them and why the asshole for calling him out. So this one was um, the best uh, info comment. Um, And so someone said like in quotes, they were like, I overheard him venting to a couple of the ducks about my behavior. More info. Which ducks? (laughs) Someone responded saying, "Probably Bumble. He's the smartest." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Someone said, "Twig sounds like a good listener." Opie said they heard him venting, venting to a couple of the ducks. It has to be Seed and Sprout. They're the most mature and empathetic of the bunch. <laughs> oh my god! Um, again, I feel like this is fake. But what 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 are your thoughts here? Okay,
1: let's pretend that it's real. Okay. Okay, and I'm I don't want to discredit that like you know cabin fever I don't know like we were all stuck inside for a really long time especially like other other parts of the world Mm -hmm. you know the quarantine was really really long for a lot of people so I don't know I just I'm not negating anything for 2020 like I would believe some shit if you told me yeah you know so let's pretend that this is real no of course you're not the asshole you know what I mean like you have fucking five 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 ducks in your house. Like, this is outrageous. Okay, They're I would name... named, but... Yeah, sorry. Pebble, seed, sprout... Bumble. Bumble. Twig. Twig. Sorry. <laughs> didn't mean to disrespect okay. the ducks. Um, No, this is outrageous. You know, you can't live like Joey and Chandler with a duck and a goose. You never watched Friends. No.
0: Okay? It's just... Oh,
1: it's such a travesty. It happened in
0: Modern Family, though, too. Did it? Yeah, where he got a duck.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, and, and not even, like, stepping on the fact that... It's, it's pretty, like, irresponsible to take wildlife into your home, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, like, sh- sure, maybe the mom wasn't there, but who's to say that these ducks wouldn't have survived on their own in the wild, you know? they, yeah. they They're they preconditioned, you know? And, like, circle of life, all that stuff. Anyway, um, I just think it's outrageously disrespectful to assume that your partner should have to live in, like, like newspaper poop grain infested home when... That's the only place that they can be as well. Like if you're all cooped up, the ducks are all cooped up. Chances are your partner's all cooped up as well.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: And I don't want to be snuggling with a duck. You know. Well, I do actually want to snuggle well, with a duck yeah, one time. But I, like, I don't
0: think we can jump to that conclusion. No.
1: <laughs> but I think it's a lot hard. They're not. They're not domestic for a reason. You yeah. know. These are wild animals that you've brought into your apartment. Apartment. Yeah. You know, it's not like you have like a ma- like. It's not. It's not like the Playboy Mansion where they had like you know basically a freaking zoo, which also not, you know, super responsible and it's not really that ethical. Well, it's not ethical, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little different than an
0: apartment. That's not a good life for a duck. No, I, yeah, I think it'd be one. Well, I don't think it'd be one thing. Obviously, this is outrageous, but like I mean, if you had a backyard, okay, maybe you know, I think that yeah, if we're, if we're pretending this is a serious post, um, I feel like If this was Matt, and Matt does get his moments with things Mm -hmm. that he goes like heavy into overnight, and then it's like all consuming, I would be like, okay, listen, I don't know about the ducks living with us. I don't know about the ramp up to the bed. (laughs) That one's poking his head through the accordion door, matter of time. Okay. (laughs) The one poop free area is about to not be poop free. So let's have a discussion about this. I think I would just be like, I, I'm glad that like you're excited about this. I understand that like you care for these animals. I think that we should take them to like a wildlife rehabilitation center. Um, you know, and if and if this is something that you really want to do in the future, like you really, you know, wanna um raise ducks or something, let's let's look into this. Let's figure out how to do this properly, you mm-hmm. know, get a good setup because like five in the house roaming free i don't know yeah that's probably what i would say
1: and i think that that's like a very mature response and like thank you and that's the thing you know if your partner really did care for these ducks like it's the same way that you care for your dogs yeah it would be really hurtful you know if your partner was coming around and being like dog and you're like uh, they have names you know what i mean like yeah for sure <laughs> yeah you know it's a little it's a little hurtful um but yeah i think that that's a great compromise it's like okay thank you love. big farm Shared, shared resources. Yeah, you know, maybe we all live in a commune. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, that's the thing. Is like if if you took these from ducklings too, um, and kind of like tried to domesticate them, they're
0: probably not gonna survive in the wild now. So you kind of fucked up their life. Well, and like you, you can love an animal as much as you want to. That doesn't mean you know how to care for it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, that's th- that's the unfortunate truth for sure. Um, let me see how much time.
1: Yeah, left year Okay, we could probably have time
0: for one more. Or two more. Um, am I the asshole for not letting my friend live in my spare room? So I have this friend, Bill, and we've been friends since we were kids, and we are now both 30. He's one of my closest friends. We normally have a great relationship. When I was 19, I moved away from our hometown, went to uni, did some traveling, and have now settled in a town several hours away. I have a good good job, great friends. I'm pretty settled. Two years ago, my great uncle died and left me some money, and since then, I've been saving as much as possible, and I now have enough for a house deposit, which I'm pretty thrilled about. I've started looking for places, and I'm hoping to buy a two-bed flat in the town I live in. Bill has not done so great. He still lives with his parents in our hometown, and he has worked in the same supermarket for years. I have no issues with this, but sadly, Bill is miserable because he hates his job, hates living with his parents, and is generally unhappy." For several years, I tried to encourage Bill to move out, and I offered him to move in with me rent-free for a couple of months so that he could get himself together. Bill always declined, and I probably stopped mentioning it about three to four years ago. So the situation. Bill knew I had been left money by my uncle, but a week ago we were chatting on the phone, and I was telling him about viewing a flat soon. Bill straight up asked me if he could live in my spare room whenever I purchased my place. We haven't talked about it in so long, so I basically said I would think about it and let him know. He seemed pretty unhappy by this. Uh, I think he was expecting me to not hesitate, and but he said I hope he, but he's, but said he hoped I made up my mind soon. A few days ago, I called Bill back and said, unfortunately, I don't think it'd be a good idea. And he was angry and also sad, and it was horrible. The conversation was pretty long, but he basically accused me of lying to him when I offered he could live with me, and said I was a terribly unsupportive friend, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The thing is, it was like. I was like 24 to 26 when I offered Bill my sofa, but Mm -hmm. life is different now. I have a girlfriend, a goddaughter who I want to sleep over lots, and now I'm a bit older. I just don't want to share my living space. Um, Also, I hadn't said anything to Bill about living together in years, and he'd never mentioned it. I feel really bad about the situation, and when I spoke to a mutual friend, uh, she said just that it would be nice for me to let Bill stay with me for a bit, but otherwise didn't want to get involved in the argument. I feel like such an ass, but am I the asshole?
1: Okay, so yeah obviously you're not the asshole
0: uh I don't
1: I don't see how you could be the thing is if you offer something to someone it's not like an in perpetuity thing yeah I totally agree I think that things are all circumstances change yeah exactly and it's like yeah I was a lot different when I was what
0: 24 24 yeah
1: Yeah. 30 yeah 24 would have been a lot different than 27 for me like no, I don't want to, like, give up my sofa and have, like, another... And that's the thing, too. Like, another... Like, oh, gosh. I just... No, I don't want to do that. You know? And I think that it's well within your rights to... Well, obviously, it's your house. But it's it's well within the rights of your friendship to be, like, you know, like, things are different. Um, but let's go for coffee and talk about, kind of, like, how we can, you know, get you to be a little bit happier and stuff like that. And yeah. for years and years, you know, like, you did that with me. Like, you would call me and be, like, how are things going? Like, and you would... um. Uh, empower me to like do something creative and like you know keep going and stuff like that but that doesn't mean that you have to offer me (laughs) a place to live rent free you know what I mean or like that you you have to take on all of of the responsibility for the life that I've created for myself as a friend you can like try and help but it's not it's not your responsibility and I don't get to be mad you know that I'm not I don't have the life that you have because I didn't either take the chances or you know whatever the case may be right um yeah, I think that that's weird <laughs> that he was, like, <laughs> mad about it. And the, I don't even know that, like, the inheriting money thing has a whole lot to do with it. Maybe it does. Or maybe it's just a coincidence that, like, Bill reached out afterwards. Um, but it is just interesting how... Well, it, it
0: said that Bill knew that he had inherited that money.
1: Yeah, and it's just interesting to me, like, why that would change things. Like, why Bill would suddenly want to take him up on that offer. Like. Mm-hmm you didn't want to sleep on a couch but you'll sleep in like possibly a nicer house you know what i mean it's like choosing beggar situation yeah yeah. (laughs) you know what i mean what do you think
0: yeah i have a hard time it's most persuasive comments we'll read the comment in a second i have a hard time trying to come up with any scenario in which i feel like the original poster is an asshole Mm -hmm. um i i can this this is what i will say i think that like bill is if I had to guess, probably not the most emotionally mature. Mm -hmm. And so I can understand where he's coming from that like, oh, I thought that, you know, our friendship was in perpetuity. Like, I thought that Mm -hmm. this offer was going to stand and whatever. And that like, if I really needed you, I could reach out to you and you would help. But like, you know, I I do think that, like you said, with catch up guy, you can ask. Mm -hmm. But, you know, yeah, like ask for help. But like, don't also then, you know, say that people are like assholes for not helping you if they're mm-hmm. not in the circumstance. Which I think like, be realistic, like would that guy, would that guy choose to let him stay on his couch when like you have a girlfriend and a goddaughter and all this kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. Goddaughter? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, wait, what? Yeah, I don't know, it was weird thinking, <laughs>
1: I don't know, some, I don't know that I have godparents, but there's a lot of people who like feel very connected to
0: their godparents. Oh, I was thinking like God, like I was thinking Goddaughter, like actually had like a um, blood relationship. And then I was like, hold hold on a second here. Wait, where did, where, who, whose daughter is this? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 So I, I think that, yeah, like that's not, I don't think that's reasonable to mm-hmm. expect. So I don't think he's the asshole, but let's read the comment. Yeah. I'll be interested to know if I'm persuaded. Um, No assholes here, but these are the times I hate this sub because the bar is so low. No, you aren't an asshole, but you have the opportunity to change a close friend's life. None of those are good reasons why you can't. There are reasons why, uh, none of those are good reasons why you can't. They are reasons why you don't want to. You should do better, uh, than not being an asshole and be a really good human and let him come live with you. Wow. That's like the least persuasive thing I've ever read in my entire life. I
1: disagree because also you can hand somebody the world and and they can still choose to throw it away. You know what I mean? Like that person could move, sorry to like hijack that, but that person could move in rent free and then continue to, they can take that extra money and spend it frivolously. It doesn't mean Mm -hmm. just because you're giving them a free place to live that all of their habits are going to change. I'm not saying that this person has bad habits, but like
0: that's not a guarantee of anything. It's just a guarantee of free rent. But i also think it's um completely unreasonable to say like those aren't reasons why you can't those are reasons you don't want to same same but different you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like saying no because i don't want to is perfectly reasonable like Mm -hmm. that's not like you're fucking asshole for that like it's not like you can't take him in no it's not like i can't take him in but like i don't fucking want to yeah (laughs) so again going back to the fucking grandma Mm. with the whatever like yeah or grandpa who knows the grandparent could they take that child in? Probably. But, like, does that make him an asshole for not? No, I don't think it does. Because, like, it it's... I just think that that kind of... um, it, it just sort of reminds me of, like, this, like, toxic worldview in which you feel like just because you should, then you... Just because you can, then you should.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and I don't think that that's, like, fair or realistic. I think that that's, like, a nice way to think about things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But how unfair like if this guy's gonna be fucking miserable just to change this guy's life potentially and like you said who knows if this is even gonna change anything for this person whatsoever or if that person's just a fucking douchebag and he's gonna like take advantage of him Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and take advantage of the situation which i'm led to believe he's kind of a douchebag if he's like is is you know being told why like no that's not gonna work out for me right now and still being like, you're not going to fucking take me in? Are you kidding me? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, fuck that guy. That was yeah. the, that, I was really expecting some shit where I'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But like, you basically being like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't
1: persuade me at all. Yeah, that was really disappointing. No, because I, I do understand that rent it can be very very expensive and that can that can really get somebody like out of debt or something just not having to pay rent for a couple of months absolutely what else does that change though because this you know this person works at a grocery store which fine but if that's not supplementing the money that you need to live otherwise but was he
0: being charged to live at his parents house he was living
1: at his parents house i thought he was living bill was living with his parents so he could or could not be paying rent yeah just to me, it's like okay, if you were in debt and you had to pay rent, yeah, that probably could make a huge difference because of like things like interest and stuff like that. You can just never get out from under it, mm-hmm. so understandable for sure. But if it's something where it's like I want to save money so that I can afford to like get out of my parents' a house or something like that, living rent free isn't going to um, increase wages. Yeah, and so as so- yes, you you could be able to like move out, but as soon as you run out of that. Um, That like slush fund or whatever the money that you saved while you were not paying rent, your your wages won't be higher. Like if you didn't account for the fact that you you're still making the same amount of money, um, and you actually can't afford it on that salary, it's not going to change anything like long term. Yeah. Um, and so that's something that concerns me with that because it's like okay, well now I feel like I have, you know, let's put an arbitrary number. Okay, I saved five grand by by living with this person. I can afford to move out, but then.
0: My tummy's rumbly in oh. a baby way, but in a
1: hot food way, <laughs> I didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're like, I have five grand. That seems like a lot of money, right? I can move out. Well, now we're like six months down the road. I don't have any money, and my my income can't support my rent anymore.
0: Yeah.
1: Am I gonna be late on rent? Am I gonna get evicted? Now, I, you know, now I have like bad credit. So you know what I mean? Like I'm just painting a scenario to try to like further yeah. my point. Um, so, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think that that's an asshole at all.
0: Well, and it's, like, to what end also? Because mm-hmm. it's, like, you could say that about fucking anything. Like, that guy asked you to loan him $200, man. You can't you, – you, it's not that you can. It's just that you don't want to. It's, like, okay, but if I fucking did everything for everyone just because they asked, mm-hmm. because I can, like, is that fair to me, though? Like, mm-hmm. is that realistic? Because I also think, like, you know, again, personal responsibility. There are people that, you know, they just aren't in um, – equal positions and they they didn't have the cards from the beginning and so I think that yeah like it's not um it's not that like who who knows what the circumstances are that put both of them in like the places in their life Mm -hmm. but I think that to to feel like the the guy that's like obviously more stable and he's worked and whatever so like he doesn't get to enjoy his life Mm -hmm. because his friend now wants to you know like I just don't think that's fair no I don't think so either
1: and to the (laughs) point of like you can't just lend somebody $200 I've lent numerous people $100 $200 whatever it's never turned out well it's
0: never come back to me do you know what I mean and it just feels shitty well and I think that that's the thing is like to me it's like if I'm willing to do something for somebody it's because I'm expecting absolutely nothing in return Mm -hmm. and and that's the bottom line. So it's like if i'm going to give you $200, it's because i'm giving you $200 and i'm expecting not to receive it back at any yeah. point. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like with with it, it's just kind of like again this fairy tale idea that like your commitment to this person as a friend is like important enough to outweigh the fact that like you have your own life, mm-hmm. you know? I, I just I don't know you know what's funny about um, you saying that thing about
1: the $200 too? that's what my dad always told me is like if you're going to lend money assume you're giving it away yeah like gambling man yeah yeah that's <laughs> how I feel about gambling too mm-hmm. and that is actually what I, I did with lending money but I prefaced it in like saying this is like you're gonna pay me back sort of thing like yeah, they they yeah. prefaced it that way actually like I'll pay you back and I'm like okay but I'm I had been resolved in like okay I'm okay with losing this money basically.
0: Yeah.
1: But even the fact that they said they were going to pay me back and didn't it like just hurt emotionally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's I do like know, now yeah. you're creating like an an emotional kind of thing like oh what I'm not important enough to you and you know that sort of thing and it's just like maybe those
0: things aren't true but they sure cross your mind. Well, and I think for me it's just like I know there's been so many times in my life where I've had to borrow money and it's like the I I hate I hate asking to borrow money. I always have. It's like the worst experience. And so for me, it's, like, that burden of that feeling is the worst. Like, mm-hmm. it just weighs on me. I think about it all the time. And so it it's hard not to feel taken advantage of when someone's, like, when someone explicitly says they're going to pay you back and don't. Mm-hmm. Um, because to me, I'm just, like, oh, man, like, that's such a fucking burden. Like, I would never forget. Mm-hmm. That, like, the second I could, I would. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know. That's... Yeah. Not that that was what the post was about. No. Took but, a but, turn.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. <clears throat> well, interesting. I,
0: that subreddit is, just remains the best. I know. I love, I love that subreddit so much. Yeah. I just like, I like the really, really like hard hitters. Because like there's some that, like you said, like are just like, fuck. Obviously. Obviously, yeah. Um, But the ones where you're like, ooh, what would you do? I don't know. I feel like the first one was like a really good example of that.
1: Yeah, I like the ones that we disagree on. Yeah. N- not because I like to disagree with you, but it's just so interesting to know like, like how different people's personalities like show up in different mm-hmm. like moral
0: scenarios. Yeah. And that one I think, this is what's so interesting. You're such a like dichotomy because there's some situations in which you're so confrontational and you're such a hard ass. (laughs) And then there's some situations where I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I cold day in hell. And you're like, I don't know, you know, like, like so that my kid can like see a photo of them being holding the hot. Fuck that shit. (laughs) Like, like it's just, it's so, but like, I can't, I can't like always wholly anticipate what your response to something is going to be because it's so like on one end of the fucking scale or the other. And there's, oh like, God. no rhyme or there reason. There is no rhyme or reason. Like, <laughs> a lot of them is, like, it's sentiment-based kind mm-hmm. of thing. But, uh, yeah, cold day in hell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Anyways. Sentimental
1: <laughs> will always get me. Yeah. be That's my fatal flaw. I'm too sentimental. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: it happens, man. Yeah. All right.
1: All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. And uh, let us know in the comments. Do I want to say that? I don't know if I want to say that. <laughs>
0: Let us know what your response is to yeah. these things. We don't want to know what you think about <laughs> No, that. I don't want to get torn apart. These are just my feelings. I feel resolute in all my responses. <laughs> Although, if someone can persuade me on that last one. Yeah. Fucking persuade away. Because I was hoping to be like really swept up in emotion and I was not. No. So. I was kind of like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye.